Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, YouTube room. I know you can't hear me. There we go. <laughs> We're back. Baby. We're back. Oh man, I uh, I ordered one. We've got a dodgy splitter right now, That's guys. The... If you're watching this live, uh, you know splitter. the last few weeks we've been having some some audio and visual issues. Um, it was meant to arrive today, so it all be sounding great and <laughs> looking not... fine. But... And uh, I then check my Amazon, and it's like, hey. Your credit card doesn't work anymore. So support us, patreon.com slash up next. Didn't you order a wrong one too and you had to send it back? No, no, no. no. Oh, I thought you ordered like no. a wrong one and then it was like, oh, yeah, this, this one doesn't work as well on top of that. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Right. I, I, I don't do that. All right. Well, we just need, we have a splitter that's dodgy. It's yes. basically our USB uh, hub. Yeah. Don't touch it. It's shaky. Well, now, uh, yeah, okay. Now the camera's flickering. Uh, you can't quite see my Maven shirt, but it's right. it's good. We're, we're here. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome to Up Next, Brayden and Davey. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT friends. And we're going to talk about some NXT from tonight, which... Huge show. I mean, the, one of the biggest endings of NXT history. Ever, yeah. Shawn Michaels basically telling us... Well, it, it's the it's the post-credits. We know NXT has, yeah. the, has the post-logo things right. where... And this might have been one of the biggest of all time. Uh, pour one out. Actually, pour all your all your paint out right now. Yeah. Because we're back to black and gold, baby. Black and gold black is and, back. Everything's fine. That, that's, that's all it was. The issue fine. was the color. Wow. Everything's good now. Sean told us so. 
Yeah. It's like when you, you know, maybe you dye your hair or paint a new room and you're like, you did it for a year and you realize, you know what? I'm going back to what really works. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we're we going. We tried it your way. Now yeah. let's try it my way. Yeah. We'll go yeah. back to the, what works, you know, and, and that's fine. If it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, unlike our faulty, uh, <laughs> splitter. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll be talking about some NXT and it is the one year anniversary of NXT 2.0. So you have orchestrated a, a nice roundtable podcast that we're going to be recording tomorrow, Wednesday, the 14th, live at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And we have some guests. We do indeed. Yeah, we're going to uh, be doing a show for the very first time with uh, Denise Salcedo and Jason Solomon. I, I've i recorded once with Jason. We did an Evolve show way back when. Okay. Um, but yeah, I thought it'd be really fun. We've kind of, uh, we've t- obviously talked about NXT for the last few years. Uh, so I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of like a retrospective of this whole 2.0 experiment, change in philosophy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, with some other people in the podcast world who who follow this product as well. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, so we're going to be covering everything from the last year of NXT. We're going to do a whole roundtable. The podcast will be out afterwards on this feed and the post-wrestling podcast feed and website and stuff as well. So yeah, we're super excited to chat about some NXT 2.0. So if you are available to come hang out live, we would love your your comments in the chat and all that stuff. So Please come yep. hang out. For we'll sure. be live on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, so come join us and share us your kind of live thoughts. We're kind of going to be going through some categories, talking about like our, our favorite matches, our least favorite matches, yeah. favorite gimmicks, least favorite gimmicks, mm. uh, kind of how we feel NXT has been in the last year as a kind of developmental feeder system going back to that. Um, and we'd love your involvement as well. Yeah, for sure. And if that's not enough, I mean, it's been... It's been rough for the UK the past little while. You get a new prime minister, NXT UK dies, and the queen passes away. I know, pour one out. So pour one out for, for a lot of things going on in the UK. And we thought it would be a great, great time to support the, the British. And that's doing a best match ever, NXT UK. Yes, uh... Unfortunately, we were originally going to have Sino on this show, but um, uh, just scheduling conflict. Yeah. But he has curated a list for us. Uh, we're specifically talking about matches that took place on NXT UK TV. Yes. I'm sure we're going to jump into some of the kind of takeover stuff that happened both in the UK and in US takeovers. For sure. Um, but kind of like we did with the, uh, the Cruiserweight, sorry, 205 Live show, uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of look more at the TV, which is some more hidden gems. Because let's face it, we all know uh, Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne was pretty good, yeah. um, etc. So we're going to be looking at some other matches. All the matches we're going to talk about are on the Patreon feedback form. And we'd love, yeah, your feedback for this one. Yeah, I put a feedback thread up. There's the Patreon one and a Facebook one as well. But uh, can't wait to chat all about the the good stuff. Because you know what? Uh, watching some of the matches today for us, we're recording tomorrow. Uh, there was a lot of good stuff. Obviously, Dragon of Walter comes to mind. Both mm. of them there. But there's a lot of other good stuff on that. So uh, go check out the list that we have out there. And then uh, check out those matches. And we're going to talk about it and chat all about the best. We're going to get real British 
We're going to maybe drink some tea and chat about some British wrestling. It's going to be great. It'll be fun. Yeah. So we're super excited. That's on the Patreon. That'll be available to all world champs and North American champs. North American tier, only five bucks gets you access to all the podcasts we put out there, including all the best matches ever. The retro pay-per-view reviews was next, which we recorded another one today featuring Paige versus Summer Rae, CJ Parker versus Tyler Breeze. Mm And uh, the, the a development with the Legionnaires, the Legionnaires with uh, Alexander Rusev, and Ooh. a mysterious blonde woman yeah. who seems quite ravishing mm. shows up as well. So we're in 2013 of NXT and those shows as well. But everything's on there. Patreon.com/slash up next. It's only five bucks and uh, helps support your boys. And next week we're going to be splitting up. That's a right. Bit. Uh, I'm going to be going off to New York for Grand Slam. You're going to be holding. The fort down at BDE Towers. So we're going to be possibly putting out a couple of individual shows um, on the Patreon next week. A kind of road diary, uh, myself and, and some of our NXT friends. Yeah. We're going to be uh, seeing next week. And I believe you have some things in the works as well. Yeah. Uh, so next week, um, I, I probably won't do a BD Elite if you're going to do one the next day. I'll do something the next day. If okay, you're around, cool. we could do it together. I. I don't know your work schedule, cool. but yeah, I know. We'll get have some sort of BDLE out next week. I can tell you, patrons, meaning uh, all patrons, are going to get a bonus show with myself and Jordan Goodman from the Wellness Policy. Uh-oh. We're going to get real silly and hopefully talk about aliens and who knows what. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be chatting some things with some news as well on that show. But next week, since you're getting all ready for Grand Slam, uh, I thought uh, Tuesday night you're going to be away. You're going to a concert. Yes. So, so uh, I found someone else to fill in your shoes, and that is going to be a one Mr. Chris Walder from the Walder Sportscast, who I've done a show with uh, a few months ago. He does a lot of uh, Raptors coverage, NBA, and then he, I know he loves wrestling. And uh, we're going to chat about next week's NXT. So Amazing. If I can figure out OBS or Streamlabs or whatever, we'll yeah. go live. But if not, we'll just do an audio uh, format. But, no, yeah. I think it's really cool talking with other people about NXT because it, sure. it's we definitely since kind of the AEW launch and especially the 2.0 turn there's like kind of fewer people to talk to about it and we're very much in our own bubble yeah. uh, with our opinions so I think it's it's cool kind of branching out and hearing other voices talk about uh this show because we are going to be covering this forever um <laughs> forever <laughs> forever yeah. uh, but talking about um New York and Grand Slam uh, I've got a little kind of event and a, a get together next yeah. Wednesday uh, before Grand Slam. Wednesday, the twenty first, uh, from three pm. Um, I've managed to talk to the good people at Cheap Shots. I wonder what in they got. Queens, um, and we'll be doing a bit of a pre party for Grand Slam. It's we went to Grand Slam last year, and unfortunately, there aren't really a great deal of bars in the area, yeah. especially not to really host a kind of hang out get together i think we ended up in a in like a restaurant a last korean year. spot yeah which was lovely which was but great, not yeah. really the vibe pre-wrestling you don't like so. koreans <laughs> i love koreans we used to live in koreatown <laughs> I'm um so yeah i've i've managed to book uh this bar cheap shots it's uh 149 to 05 union turnpike in queens it's about a 15 20 minute uber from the venue uh it's like three dollar shots five dollars or whiskey i think there's five dollars bonus wings on wednesday and they're allowing us to to get hyped and play a load of 
wrestling music and stuff. And no cover. Uh, no cover at all. So come hang out with a load of wrestling friends. I, I know a bunch of people uh, are going to be going. So should be a lot of fun. Uh, get some cheap drinks, drinks in us before those inflated uh, arena prices. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would be lovely to see as many of you, even if you're not going to the show, even if you're just in the New York, the Queens area, come along and see us. We'll be fun. Sweet. So next Wednesday before All Out, I'd say follow all the socials. Grand Slam. Sorry, Grand Slam. What did I say? All Out. All Out. Yeah, that already happened. Um, so yeah, make sure you follow the socials because if you follow up next on Twitter and Davey and stuff or the Facebook group, you'll see you'll, when yeah. you'll be there and all that stuff and the little poster and everything there. Exactly. And then like a pre-warning for anyone coming in for Toronto in October, we're doing a dynamite after party at Sneaky D's mm-hmm. and we're going to attempt something we've always wanted to do. And damn it. Now we're going to, going to do it. Pro wrestling karaoke. Yeah. It could fail miserably. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Someone messaged me uh, and saw the little post I I, I had and was like, I'm going to do... Sorry, they're not going to be able to make it, but they're like, can you please do American Males? And I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Just repeat American Males. It's basically, if we can find... A YouTube video with, with somewhere lyrics. is happening. Yeah, I uh, think they might be singing along with us. But. I think you'll do Maven's theme. Oh, got it. I would want to yeah. do Maven's theme, but I feel like mm. you're the bigger Maven. Fan. I'm a little. I I know I've been uh been going pretty hard this summer. Yeah, uh, my falsetto is completely gone, and Uh-oh. it's upsetting me. because oh. uh, some of my songs I can't do anymore. Yeah, is, I believe in a thing called love and take on me. Right, it's sad. Wow. I I hope it comes back. I'm kind of worried. You can't you can't hit those high notes anymore. No. It's because you're like you're like Dominic Mysterio. You're a man now. I'm a man now. Yeah, maybe. Your voice cracked. Yeah. <laughs> Your balls dropped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're going to have a lot of fun in the next little while. So whether you're going to New York for Grand Slam or you're going to be here, follow all our stuff because we got some fun stuff. We are going to try to assemble a pre-drink thing, probably for both Rampage, and, sorry, Dynamite and Rampage uh, in Toronto in October. Yeah. So just, again, follow the stuff if you're going to any of these, these shows. Um, did you, I, I watched, uh, some of Raw because our favorite Johnny Gargano was making his in-ring return and he put on quite a match with Chad Gable. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've kind of been saying when we've had these call-ups with the likes of Champa and Gargano and, and kind of Cody jumping over, it's not necessarily watching Raw every now and, uh, like the whole thing, yeah. but if I know they're doing something, I will watch that. And yeah, I, I worked a... It's TIFF. It's the film festival yeah, in, the, in, in Toronto. Toronto right now. Everything's crazy busy. Uh, worked a, a party for South by Southwest last night. Got home super late, but I had to get that Johnny Wrestling fix. And what a match. Yeah, honestly, that was like a takeover-worthy match. And I knew I, I saw them promote that. And I, I mean, Chad, Chad Gable's just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I think finally sort of starting to really shine Sheesh. on the main ros- roster. So, yeah, just just great stuff. They gave them time, let them... Let them wrestle how you'd expect them to wrestle. Yeah. And I, I thought a great showing. I, I, what I liked is, obviously, we know Gargano kind of his stuff inside yeah. out. But watching the crowd there, there were clearly Johnny Gargano fans and then people who've not seen him before. And little things like, you know, he does his, like, rolling counter into the kick to the side of the head, yeah. stuff like that. You saw people there going like, whoa, what was that? The slingshot spear, stuff like that. People yeah. seemed into him. I thought a really good showcase and an excellent match. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was one of the best Raw matches in I forever. Agree. So great stuff. I would definitely be checking out some of... He's he's a star that like... He's like... 
he's like the smartest guy, man. He, yeah. he lucked out so good with with this position. Now he's going to be pushed as this like strong, higher up baby face already after a one yeah. hot match. Like what a great match to, you came in Toronto when we were there, almost missed it <laughs> and like great reaction tells us who he is, who he is, gets in a great story with fear, uh, theory and that's all intertwining. And then Kevin Owens cutting a great promo, also bigging up Gargano. It's like this guy's destined and, for, and Gargano's, as you said, like tying it in with theory, it's that's something that's quite different where in the past they've, some, they've been hot and cold whether they recognize NXT or not, yeah. but very much recognizing their past. And it's kind of this has come right from their story being the way in yeah. NXT to feuding on the main roster. It's, it makes sense. It's how it should be. And I think I, I'd definitely like to see... I, I'm not saying he's going to be the one to take it. I highly doubt it. But have a match against Roman within like his first six months in the company, I think will will make a lot of people fans of him. Damn. And I think he could, in defeat, like still, you know, be that da- Daniel Bryan figure who you're you're looking to win the big one, this sure. underdog. Um, I think he could have some terrific matches up there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got to be one of Triple H's boys, but just I want to see him do so well. I, I could see him being a huge, huge, huge star uh, yeah. for, for WWE. Just off that first match alone, how could you not? Um, I'm trying to think of what else because we did a we did a BD Elite show covering our fun times in Buffalo. If you mm-hmm. haven't checked that podcast out, it's on this feed. Go check that out as well because we're Buffalo kids now. Um, and then uh, we're going to be doing a BD Elite tomorrow night, I guess, covering what Jericho Danielson two and Sammy Moxley. I think. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, one will be on Rampage, perhaps. Will it? Oh, will they be maybe. splitting them? I'm not, not sure. sure. I've not looked at the rundown. Yeah. But. Uh, so we'll be doing that uh, tomorrow night as well on the, the Twitch and YouTube, and then we'll be on on this and feed. More see if see, there's more more talks of yeah. So and so is suspended, and it's no all gone kind of quiet now. No it? being the elite. I did see on that. hiatus. Mm. Damn, mm. what could this all mean? Mm. CM Punk finally the one to kill being the elite. The Bucks putting out feelers, perhaps oh. as well. Yeah, I mean at this point. Usos Roman versus the Elite is got to be the biggest dream. Everyone, right. everyone wanted Bullet Club versus Undisputed Era era for so long, and then they kind of we never really got that, and it doesn't look like we will get that, and that's kind of fumbling the bag a little bit there. But the big dream match, if you to ever book your video games, is three on three Bucks Usos. Like that's just makes total sense. Who like I mean, if we now can include Solo and Sammy. Solo War and games, Sammy. Bucks, uh, Kenny, who would the other two be? Hangman. I mean, we're talking about, like, if in WWE. Oh. Right, um, who? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens would Kevin help Owens out with the Bucks. Sense. Yeah, that would be great. And Sammy. Sammy's boys with Kenny. Sammy be on their side. Kenny and Sammy are, used to be, I think. So Bloodline needs someone else, or do 4 and 4 Sammy turns on the Bloodline to join. Sammy on the Bloodline to start with. We need, and then what, a mystery partner, which I don't is know. Sammy. Or are we looking at this... With, where it's it's Roman Reigns versus CM Punk is the match we're getting like in a year. That seems less likely to me. You think Punk going back to WWE is less likely than than the elite jumping to WWE? I mean, obviously there's there's money there, but like I, this guy just seems like a headache, you know? Right. Like to for this to happen, and I think a lot of people are on his side with the WWE stuff. I get that. Sure. I think less so now. It's I, I can't see it being all uh, 
you know, shake hands, hugs, and CM Punk just having three years of happiness in WWE before quietly retiring. Eh. Doesn't and seem likely to me. He gets his WrestleMania main event yeah. against John Cena. One and then last in time. the press conference after, shits on everyone. <laughs> While eating muffins. While eating Mindy's muffins. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, it's it seems like maybe the, the people involved in this uh, incident backstage at All Out afterwards, maybe they'll be off TV for quite a while. It's reported CM Punk's injured. So, I mean, mm. we won't see him regardless. But... The Elite, like, quite quite interesting. Me being a Kenny fan, I saw on his social media, it looked like he was having a fun time at Nintendo Japan. So okay. maybe he's putting out feelers for New Japan, being like, yo, Koda, yeah. what's going on? You, you you got me into New Japan? And Koda's like, yeah, bro, you want to work for the Yakuza? <laughs> what if Kenny just no, goes just go back? back to DDT and take it to Just go back to heights. New Japan. Kenny, to, the, New Japan would welcome him back with open arms, and then Jay White would finally be oh, moved honestly, to the side. Honestly, though... That doesn't interest me. No, no look, look who's Japan in right New now. Japan. Yeah, it's no like, one, no. cool, we're like, I'll get to see him versus Tanahashi and Okada again. But, like, I've seen that. It's, the only match honestly, is Honestly, like, it's more interesting, him in WWE. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, Kenny, anyone. In, not in, in black and gold, in 3.0. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Look at this fantasy booking. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't want to see any of the guys leave the company, but, I mean, it could be CM Punk being the one who's not there, considering those three are kind of... Reasons why that company exists. Yeah, I would would think, but yeah, too bad. Too bad though, because like they're trying to push more people to buy tickets for Grand Slam, which is next week, and it's almost like, but you're not getting four of your biggest stars. So it is kind of a little like, mm, that's not a great way to push tickets, unless you 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 will find out the I, matches I, next week. But it it would be so bad for morale though in the yeah. in the locker room. I think to. Yeah, because I think at this stage, until this investigation's done, you can't really bring back one side and not the other. Mm. Um, but they do have, although they they're losing a lot of big people, they've still got a lot of big great names. talent. Hopefully, this is the opportunity now to be like, oh, remember we've got Miro on our roster. Yeah, let's do something with him. There's so many people that are like awesome there that just float around in kind of nothing feuds. Like, put some more focus on them. Mm. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Mm. Uh, well, and uh, we'll talk about all more elite stuff tomorrow on that show. And I was trying to think of something else. Oh, our our, our pal Ted Lasso just went back-to-back back sweeping the Emmys again. Oh, yeah. Hercules, he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Got, got an Oscar, and he cut one of the best speeches by saying, last year I won, and I was told that if I swore, like... I get in trouble again because I swore last mm. year, and they the whole UK broadcast bleeped out my whole thing because I swore. So he's like, "So mom, dad, sisters, blah blah blah." <laughs> Just censored again. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say, but in the UK right now, the only coverage is about the fucking Queen. Oh, yeah, so sure. here you fucking yeah. go. Yeah, he didn't say that, but yeah, uh, they that show won like a whole bunch, which Good. I'm like, man, I fucking love that show. And now it seems they might be making a season four. It seems like he's like, oh, Sudeikis is semen, which like I don't know how how much, but his his ex Olivia Wilde is kind of the heel now in this mm. uh, this battle. Uh, if you've been following, but yeah, fun stuff. Uh, should we talk about some NXT? Yeah, let's do it. Excellent. NXT from September thirteenth, twenty twenty two, and it is the one year anniversary of two And Vic Joseph starts things off by wishing us all a happy anniversary. Says thank you for watching 
2.0 this whole year. And he's so excited about this. He goes to hug Wade Barrett and Wade tells him to fuck off. <laughs> he's like, no, none of that. Uh, and we start right away hot with a steel cage match as voted, apparently, by the fans. Um, it's pretty deadly defending the NXT tag team titles against the Creed brothers. And this starts with the Creed brothers just hitting tandem catapults to pretty deadly, but they like launch themselves onto the cage and start to climb and Creed's are going right after them. A lot of the early part of this match is just pretty deadly trying to escape and the Creed's hunting them down right away. All four are just on the top of this cage fighting away. Elton Prince almost makes it down to the other side and Julius showing off his freakish strength is just holding him yeah. by one arm and just pulls him right back over the cage. I mean, how many cage matches have we seen? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen this. Again, every week this guy is doing another feat of strength. Yeah. Impressive way that looks. I love it. It's a, such a great part of it, this act that he's got going. Like, I think it works. It's very like Cesaro kind of yeah. what freakish thing can this guy do? And lifting a guy like that is very impressive. It's crazy. Uh, there's then just suplexes everywhere from the Creed's. Uh, the Creed start trading their like knees to the gut to Prince. Uh, Wilson then comes in with a flying spinning uppercut, which I thought looked pretty nice, kind of Cesaro style. Uh, and then pretty deadly hits Dry Martini, uh, which is like a kind of assisted code breaker. One like launches the other off his back yeah. into the code breaker. And then Brutus power bombs Prince against the cage. Now Brutus and Wilson are fighting on top. Uh, and as Prince starts to climb up after them, Julius catches him with this, like, moonsault, side Russian leg sweep thing. Um, it, didn't we see... Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix and Dante Martin yeah. do this, So right? it's like inverted. It's like basically the Jeff Jarrett move, the stroke, but, like, bouncing backwards to land that. Off the top yeah. rope. Looked awesome. Um, there's then double superplex from the top of the steel cage to Julius here. Which look great. Well, when I was thinking about it, it's this superplex. It's still just off the top rope, so he's probably the same height as a normal superplex. Yeah, but it just looks cooler because of the cage. The cage is there, and makes it look higher. This got a huge like holy shit chant, uh, which has been uh, bleeped out, bleeped out on, feed, on the yeah. USA Network. Uh, Julius, then, if his feet of strength early wasn't enough, this time he's got like Kit Wilson on one arm, like deadlift, kind of like the you know the the reversal to the triangle where you do the deadlift one arm power bomb. He's got that on one arm and uh, like Kip Wilson on the other arm. Yeah. So both pretty deadly on each arm. It's basically, he's got both of them on his shoulders. It now. was crazy. And then uh, Brutus comes off with like a doomsday Brutus bomb. Yeah. Meatball. The, the cannonball, on- meatball, whatever they're calling this, the Brutus bomb. But we've seen him do it with the, the one person and we are like, okay, that was pretty cool. This looks even way more fun. This looks way like a bigger move. Uh, like weight, like falling on them in the cannonball position off the top. This is such a, this again, such a good part of their yeah. tag team offense. Look crazy. Damon Kemp then runs down to, and starts climbing the cage and he's holding handcuffs. Julius goes after him trying to kick him off the cage, but in doing so gets handcuffed to the top of the cage. Uh, and now he's just struggling to get free, but this allows Brutus to just. Uh, run shit right here. He's clotheslining both pretty deadly, launching them against the cage, hits the pounce, overhead suplexes, and then as Brutus is trying to get the cage, uh, like trying to get the handcuffs off of Julius, 
pretty deadly, ask for the door to be open. So they're going for the door, but Brutus takes them both out with the spicy meatball, they <laughs> called it here. Another Brutus bomb. Yeah. Uh, but only a two count. Julius then, with one hand, has grabbed Kit in a sleeper hold while Brutus applies the ankle lock, but pretty deadly escape and hits spilt, spilt milk to Brutus. One, two, Brutus kicks out. Big kick out Huge spot. near full here. I bit for sure. Uh, which I don't think we've seen on uh, 2.0 yet, a kick out from this. Maybe on UK, but right. I don't recall people kicking out of this. So this True. is pretty big. Now, pretty deadly are just annihilating Brutus, delivering knees to the head. They're smashing him against the steel cage, elbows to the back of the head, and then they hit spilt milk once again, and this time pin Brutus Creed and thus retain the NXT Tag Team Championship. Yeah, a pretty strong opener. Uh, great way to start the show. The gimmick of the cage match added great when you got to use the strength of the guys lifting them back in. So they use that. And a great way of the heels always trying to escape through the door. Mm. I mean, no one uses the door except bad guys trying to escape the, the cage. Yeah. Uh, but some of the moves were sweet. I really love a doomsday device cannonball thing. Looks so cool. I hope they keep using that again. They're very creative in their spots, I find, the Diamond Mine guys. And I mean, uh, I... I kind of figured they'd lose here only because I could see them not being on this show like much longer. I, I don't know in the right way to mm. or how to bring them in, but if they're not winning this, like they need, they, they should be, but then it's like no one's big enough to even confront these guys. So you're going to have them have a long run again. It's it, like, it's no. whether the only thing I could see is wanting to maybe have these guys stick around to do war games. Yeah. I think have true these two Roddy and. Uh, Bobby Fish. <laughs> if you find them um, two other people, or you could go back to the three on three war games we had as the first one in NXT. Uh, but I, that's something I'd like to see these guys in. I think they'd be great in a war games match. Um, but yeah, I, I, if they're not getting the tag team titles back, yeah. what else is there? Exactly. These I mean, they got a feud with Damon, but Damon's yeah. picking on a group that's got three and he's got one. So is he joining uh, Elton and? John, what's his? It was Elton Prince. Like last week, pretty deadly. We're like, oh no, we have nothing to do with Damon Kemp. But like, if you wanted to, you could certainly team them up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I liked. I pretty deadly. Their offense isn't particularly entertaining. Yeah. It's it's pretty basic. They're very basic. Their character work is great. Yeah. So I think for the cage match, it actually actually helped my enjoyment of their match because the whole thing was them just being cowards trying to escape and then. The Creeds have the most fun moves to just catch someone. Someone tries to escape, you grab them around the waist and throw them over your head. Yeah. It's awesome. And some really creative, like, uh, double team spots and stuff here. I thought this was a really fun cage match, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, probably the match of the night on this show and I'd a gr- so. gr- great way to start the show again. And, uh, I, we've been saying week by week, these guys, the Diamond Mine guys, the Creed brothers are just so much fun. Uh, I I personally would have had them win if they are staying around just because they're leagues above a lot of the other teams. But I guess looking at it, I don't know who else would be actual contenders. So mm. put them on like the main roster really quick. It's unfortunate. I think if you just paired, I think it's kind of it kind of sucks. I, if you followed this Diamond Mine thing, they've they've been through so many changes. But the three of them, Roddy and the Creeds, makes the most sense. And adding yeah. Damon worked because he he showed up yeah. whenever we've seen him in little bursts of matches. So it's kind of like, ah, I think the four of you may have actually worked that way. But maybe they bring Tyler Rust back. Unless... 
Maybe. Maybe. It's free, right? Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's kind of, Damon already just feels a bit of an odd end. So you need to have someone go with him, I think, for this to work. Because then you can do the tag matches. And if, like, Roddy's clearly not going to join him because he got attacked by him. Yeah. Unless that was all a ruse or whatever, which I can't really see. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think da- Damon needs a friend, doesn't he? Damon does. Mm. Maybe his brother? I don't think they'll be using Gable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But but fun match. We go backstage where we see uh, Mackenzie Mitchell with Wesley, Joe Gacy, and Von Wagner. Uh, this was the fan vote to see who will face Carmelo Hayes in tonight's main event. And wouldn't you know it? It wasn't Joe Gacy and Von Wagner. Ugh. It's uh, Wesley wins. He says he's thankful, but has a lot of responsibility to walk out North American champion. Uh, Gacy wishes him congratulations. And he says, I accept the result of the vote and shakes Wesley's hand. And Wes looks a little unsure, but shakes his hand and wipes it on his top after. And then Joe says, it's okay. There's important work to be done tonight. So... The votes are in, but it's not Taboo Tuesday, which I still think they could have turned this into. But isn't it kind of obvious? The who- votes were really downplayed, yeah, though, yeah. tonight. They were. Yeah, they were. It's like they've been tweeting throughout the week, and I, I didn't even know who the options no, were. No, no idea. And, but yeah, it was it was like how they used to do it. Like, hey, would you like option A, a million dollars? Option B, a pile of shit? Or option C, like... Like an empty can, I don't know. So and we you go, oh, I wonder which one I'll go for. Which wait, so who is the empty can and who is the pile of shit? <laughs> I call Von Wagner an empty can, I think. Better than a pile of shit. <laughs> you could put the shit in the pile the, uh, can. I don't know, the hole's a little small. Uh <laughs> Cre- creepy Joe Gacy? Yeah. It's a big pile uh, of shit. So that's our main event, apparently, tonight. <laughs> Big pile of shit? No. <laughs> Wesley versus Mellow. Wesley versus Mellow. Yeah, it's very like, hey, you're, we know you're not going to vote. Even if this is a real voting, not rigged voting I w- whatsoever. I want to know what the other options for, was it like a cage match, an arm wrestle, or a dance-off? Like yeah, the other like, one? Wow, I wonder what <laughs> they're going to pick if you vote. Yeah. yeah. We get a recap video just highlighting the whole first year of 2.0, uh, focusing a lot on kind of the... The Wedding with Dexter and Indy, which was the, the very first episode last year, and showing some some fun highlights, including Sanger hitting a cannonball on Duke Hudson in a pool. Yeah, great great stuff. Again, check us out for our, our 2.0 in, year in review, because we'll be chatting all about these, these great moments mm. and great video packages. You mentioned Von Wagner. We'll definitely be talking about <laughs> him. It's <laughs> Wagner's world. And we're just living in it. Yeah. We go to our next match. Lash Legend taking on Fallon Henley. They've been uh, feuding back and forth for quite a little bit. I mean, you're you're forgetting that Fallon Henley brought out Briggs and Jensen, but also brought out the Night Prowler. I'm, I'm not forgetting at all. Oh. It's next to my notes. <laughs> but Night Howler. Oh, I thought it was the Night Prowler. Night Prowler's a little creepy for a little kid. Night Prowler. The Night Howler. Yeah. Uh, Mason Ramirez, who's a... A Connor's Cure like, nice. cancer survivor. And yeah. This was nice. I thought this was pretty sweet that they have this person come out, like, to do this in conjunction with this whole thing. Like, He yeah, looks so excited as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. In his, in his kind of superhero Night Howler costume. Yeah. Uh, it would suck, though, if he he's, like, there in Fallon's corner and then she just gets, she like, just annihilated <laughs> by her opponent. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, and then, like, getting in his face. 
Jeez. This is your hero, <laughs> Fallon Henley. <laughs> she's just like, get out of here, run. She's bleeding. She's holding, lashes holding her head. Like, Look at that. <laughs> well, I was scared the night Howler was going to turn turn on Fallon and get involved. But yeah. it, uh, Fallon had the... No, great- he backed the right horse, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Briggs and Jensen there to make sure he's all right. Yeah, looking it looked after like, him. It looked like he was having a blast. Yeah, it looked right, fun. Yeah. Um, the match, not so much. There's a <laughs> big slap across the chest of Lash Legend. Lash hits her. She needs to work on these big boots because she was just a mile off missing this big boot, knocking Fallon off the apron. Uh, Legend then throws Henley into the ring post. There's knees to the gut from Lash. And then this like gut wrench torture rack thing but it just didn't look good she kind of backed off into the corner and you thought maybe she was going to place her on the turnbuckle but then just put her down it really didn't look very nice the canadian backbreaker yeah. thing yeah uh fallon is then on her back starts kicking away at the leg of lash legend lash uh goes for a big boot again but this time misses deliberately um and then fallon hits a wheelbarrow bulldog which looked pretty nice. Okay, this was actually really sweet. I mean, Fallon Henry, uh, Fallon Henley, Henley, yeah. Tesha Price, she did this like crazy, like sp- almost springboarding with her feet, jumping, twisting in midair into the wheelbarrow on Lash, into like the Rey Mysterio style bulldog. This was impressive. And I think we've kind of said there's been little glimpses of Fallon showing us she's kind of leagues ahead of a lot of people in mm. NXT, but isn't being positioned that way. And just a flash of like doing something like that. I was like, okay, you're great. Yeah. Look, look really good. Uh, and then she finishes up uh, with this big kick to the side of the head to pick up the win. Uh, yeah. I like, I like Fallon a lot. I think she's great. Lash it's, I know she's only been doing it a year, but when you see like they cut bait pretty early with, Parker Boudreaux, you know, because yeah. they, I guess, didn't see improvements or whatever. And when you look at him, you go, okay, but like maybe give it a bit of time because this guy looks like a beast. I kind of think maybe that's what they're doing with Lash. She's obviously got that height. She's quite like, she's got a presence about her and she can talk, but she's not really shown any improvement. She looks lost a lot of the time. You see her just walking around waiting for the next spot. A lot of her strikes are just miles away, like just missing the opponent. Um, it just not a not not a very good outing from her again. Yeah, I like I like Lash Legends like uh the way she presents herself and the way sometimes she talks and kind of has this character she's been created. I'm glad they moved away from the TV talk show presenter thing. But, no, we'll see it again. <laughs> but the wrestling the wrestling just has not definitely has not connected. But she's definitely been one of them that has been put on TV. Like I think like just a lot earlier than maybe when, when you consider been. people who started at the same time are Bron Breaker. Tiffany Stratton, who every time we see them, we're like, oh, they're just getting so much, so much better. Yeah. It's been the same amount of time and haven't really seen it here. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, the Night Howler was pretty happy. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was awesome. Um, we see, we have some bad news, guys. Ulyssa Leon comes out of the trainer's room <sighs> and she's like, uh, Sanger and Valentina Feroz are there looking on earnestly. And she says, my knee is torn. I'm out. I'll be out for nine months. Um, maybe she had a brawl in her backstage. That took her out for this long. I mean, um, well, wait a second. We never got to see what happened with these three. Did they go out? Sang oh, a, yeah. Well, sang a, weren't they going to the spa? They were having a spa day. Are they going they? to the spa? Did we make that up or did we? 
I thought they I went. Think, to, I thought they went to the Rippers. I, I thought they went to the spa. They went to the oh, spa. Oh no, they, they can be the same thing. <laughs> They're not mutually. No, exclusive. they went. No, they went to. They did yoga. Okay, they did yoga. Yeah, like they went to a retreat, did they not? Yeah, like a yoga thing. A yoga. DDG yoga, yoga stripper spawn. Maybe place. that's how she got injured. Maybe she pulled a hammy or yeah. something. Uh, I'm I'm really sad for this because these two are awesome. Yeah. So I mean, now Valentina Faraz is gonna have to have this big solo run, which I'm definitely okay with. Big fan of Valentina Faraz. Which they indicate here. Hanger, uh, sorry, Sanger says. Hanger, Hanger. Uh, Sanger says it's. Um, they they all kind of console yeah. Melissa, but say it's Valentina's time now. But this is when Mr. Stone walks in and says, you're upset, we're upset. Von Wagner should have won that fan vote. And then Von goes to say something, but Sanger shuts him down and tells him to watch his language as ladies are present. So I assume we're getting uh, Big Lads Wrestling coming soon with Sanger v. Von. I mean, yeah, this rematch. Is a big matchup here if these two go at it, the Big Lads of... NXT, but yeah, uh, pour, pour one out for, uh, Ver, who was it? Valentina? Damn. Leon. Ulyssa. 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 Ulyssa's, uh, leg injury there. So, I mean, we need, we need to see her back, but apparently it said nine months. So that's a long that's time. That's a long time. So, Faraz, get the rocket. Sang is going to be your manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly, I think she's fantastic. She's been great. So, yeah. Have a mix it up with, for sure, Tiffany and Valen and all that. And you, and you got Sanger. And you've got Sanger. Yeah. Um, we see Briggs and Jensen, and they see Toxic Attraction. And Brooks goes up to Mandy and says, Wow, Mandy, your Instagram post uh, last week was, was great. Big fan. And then says, I really liked your, your tit, uh, sorry, titles. And yeah. she's like, Excuse me. And she's like, In your dreams, honey. He's like, Whoa, how, how, how do you know you're, you're in my dreams every night? And she basically calls him a, a kid, a virgin, a loser. Mm. And Fallon gets in her face and, and like calls her out. And Mandy's like, oh, yeah, honey, I remember my first match. Ooh. Just mocking her. But cool. I guess we're, we're setting up for Fallon and Mandy down the road sometime. Yeah, they get real scrappy here. They mm. get pulled apart by Fallon trying to fight Mandy here. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is long-term storytelling. Because if you remember, it was, weren't they trying to... Wasn't he talking about Mandy like all the way back as well? Like Wasn't that time. Idris and that was them as Malik. well? But J- Jensen did that as well, where he's like, "Oh my god, it's Mandy Rose." It was, essentially, it was Caden, wasn't it? He was, like, "Oh, was it Caden yeah, that he liked?" Kaden. Oh man, well yeah, probably. But maybe you could get uh, yeah. Malik and Anofi being like, "Hey, back off." And I just Wade. like <laughs> I like how he he was like, "I like your t- idols," yeah. right? Like, oh man, this show still does not know. <laughs> Is it for kids? Eh. Is it not? Eh, I don't know. Because then you have Mandy calling him incel cowboy shit over here. So I don't know what's going on with this show. The guy who just took the little kid to the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, man. like your tits, titles. The, the kid's like, wow, when I grow up, I want to be like... I want to be like Brooks Jensen. Yeah. yeah. Bless him. Bless him. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, toxic Attraction <laughs> then head to the ring. And Mandy says, I'm back from vacation, feeling good and looking even better. I said I'd unify the titles, and that's exactly what I did. I took out the two best women in NXT UK history, which I found when she said this line, I was like, didn't Kaylee Ray held the title for like forever? Five years. Uh, but okay. And says, when NXT Europe begins, if I choose to, I'll run that too. I feel like she won't choose to do no. that. Yeah. 
Uh, JC then says, isn't it fitting that on the one year anniversary, the three biggest stars are here with the supergroup of all supergroups. Gigi says, when you think of NXT, you think of Toxic Attraction and we elevated the NXT tag titles and Caden and Katana, your titles are just on loan right now. And Ivy and Tatum, you can go on social media all you want, but we'll prove to you that there's Toxic Attraction and then there's everyone else. And Mandy says, we've proven we're the baddest bitches in the room. We're soon to be three-time tag team champions. And I'm almost the longest reigning NXT Women's Champion in NXT history. She says, Bron Breaker and Carmelo Hayes are great champions, but they haven't held the title as long as I have. So put some respect on my name. And that's when Alba Fire comes Ooh. out. Yeah. Nice. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. She says, you may have unified both titles, but you know nothing about where I've come from. In Scotland, we don't brag on and on. We let the hard work do the talking for us. And when you look in my eyes, you see a battle-tested warrior spawned from generations of fire keepers. Yeah, that was a line on tonight's show. <laughs> how, did you, how did you get all that? <laughs> uh, I'm from the UK. I, 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 can, I can understand Scottish sometimes. Everything you just said could be fabrication, <laughs> but I'm going to believe you. When you look in my eyes, you see a battle-tested warrior spawned from generations of fire Okay, keepers. I definitely believe you. Now, yeah. <laughs> they would have her say that shit. So what's your character? My ancestors love fire! <laughs> did someone say fire? Mandy's like, not once did I say fire. I like how she goes, I don't want to brag on and on, but for the fourth week in the row, I'm going to tell you about my ancestors who used to guard fire. Where's the fire? Oh my god. She says, you see your demise and see the new NXT Women's Champion, and then she attacks them with a bat. <laughs> see, she should have lit it on fire, because we've seen her do yeah. that before, but that would have been a bit more like heroic, big entrance here, like scaring them off with actual fire. Yeah, yeah it's really weird. She, it sounds as if she came out here to be like, did you, did you just mention my ancestors <laughs> who love fire? It's like... Hey, did you just mention Team Taz? You better keep yeah. Team. Hey, did you just mention Cole Cabana? <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like, wait, girl, no one said anything about the ancestors no. and the fire breathers. I, I thought it was, it was a layup because she says I took out the two best women in NXT UK history. Yeah. She should come out and be like, okay, you're me. on course to be the longest reigning NXT women's champion. I was the longest reigning NXT UK champion. I fucking love fire. Let's go. Yeah. Very, very odd. It, it's interesting. We're doing the best match ever NXT UK show. And I watched the Kaylee Ray uh, Mako matches mm. and I, I thought they were great. And ever since she's been here in NXT with this new name and the fire thing, it's not been the same whatsoever. But every, I, I mean, we've seen her against Mandy in the multi, it was a yeah. triple threat, was it? Or a four way or something. Like that, yeah. We've seen her kind of do this story. Like she's basically had this story with everyone she's feuded with. Yeah. Um, just really loves fire. Yeah, she hits the gory bomb on Mandy and goes to the Swanton, but Gigi and JC save Mandy to end the segment. But yeah, I assume that, like this feels bigger than the Fallon map, so I assume this is the next what Halloween? No, that's still quite a way away. Yeah, Halloween habit. It could be, but yeah, uh, it just does seem a bit repetitive. Mandy's just feuding with everyone now. Yeah, until someone finally takes the title. She's been holding it for quite a while. You know who it should be? Alba Fire. Naomi and take it to the bloodline. Wow. The, so Sasha wins the women's. Just she joined the bloodline too. By default with Naomi, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen uh, Sasha? Sammy can be like, come, come. We're like, 
We like fake, fake bloodline. You see uh, the videos of uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, going around on Twitter of them uh, at the New York Fashion Week. I did. They're yeah. living it up. They are. Good then for them. It looked like they were doing some yoga as well. Yeah. In a video. All right. Some stretching or something. Nice. Professional. Stre- I didn't know models get stretched so out. So Sasha like that. Banks is like advertising cannabis now. Yo, well. what's it called? The Boss. Is that what we call? Did you see uh, what's opening on Queen Street? No. Shroomies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. 2022 is crazy. Yeah, shrooms are uh, the next big wave here. Mm. Yeah, I saw uh, Ric Flair has weed. You're telling me Sasha Banks, or she's just endorsing? I think she's endorsing, promote, like promoting. All right, because yeah. a lot of people like have their own like brands mm. now, which would be great. It's something we got to get. We have a listener who messages us once in a while, who I think grows his own weed somewhere in Canada. We got to get him. I forget who you are. I'm sorry, but was it Steve? We got to get him to help make our own strain. Yeah. Yeah. The poison rana. The poison rana. Yeah, it'd be have to be a hybrid. Mm. Be nice. I would like like uh, seeing Sasha Banks kind of do other stuff outside WWE makes me think she's coming back to WWE as the biggest like thing. Get get all that. Yeah, get all your stuff. I won't be able to advertise this soon. Yeah, get it all out. Do all that stuff and then just come back as the biggest surprise. I I have found it interesting because. like, obviously, they were the tag team just before they left, but I never really, like, saw Sasha and Naomi as particular yeah. friends. But it's been interesting since they've left. They've done all their appearances have been pretty much the Look, team everyone, Monday. yeah, everyone knows Sasha Banks is the bigger star there, mm. but I think it's kind of showing uh, the loyalty of Sasha. Like, hey, you, you followed me on the way out, then I'm going to make sure I... Hey. You know, and I think it actually right. when they come back, if you bring them back as a tag team, they'll actually seem way bigger yeah. than they did before when they are champions. Which did just feel like we're a makeshift team for a month. Have both? We don't have anything else to do. They both win the women's titles on each show and the tag titles at the same time. Two woman power trip, and Naomi's Take like them to the bloodline. Yeah, coming to the coming to the bloodline. Uh, someone in the chat saying uh, t- Team Bad runs deep. So yeah, remember they True. were yeah. Bad. Get Tamina and Van now. <laughs> I always wanted that shirt. And I got the boss one with the gold, but I wanted the team bad one because I'm like, no, like I love Michael Jackson. So I'm like, it's bad. It's yeah, great. I had the yeah. boss one. I had the boss one. Which the is, NXT yeah, boss yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, once you're bad. And I've got legit boss one. Legit boss. I think I had that one. The red one? Oh, no, you wear that red one. Glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to love, uh, I used to love uh, team bad. Yeah. That was good. I don't know how we uh, got onto the, this. The uh, submission sorority. Submission PCR. <laughs> there's a, there's some weird ones in there. Yeah. Is it PC PC PC? It wasn't PCR. PCP. Paige Charlotte and Becky PCB. PCB. What yeah. did I say? PCR. PCR. <laughs> PCR test. They're those tests. Uh, enough of that. <laughs> Fire Frank's in the chat. It's mad because I said somebody mentioned Team Bad when it was him. Who is the Wait, only? Someone mentioned Team Bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I, I mean, we were talking about Alba Fire, but there's only one true fire in the world of pro wrestling, and it's Fire Frank, the BD champion. Frank, yeah, yeah. Shout out Fire Frank. Longest reigning. <laughs> we have a like a insert promo from Cora Jade here. She says uh, it's kind of like video highlights of her kind of year in 2.0, and it starts with the words, "I didn't change. You just never knew me." think you know me you think you know me you never you think did I'm Naomi. <laughs> you, think you think i'm, I'm Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> um she said she spent most of the first year just trying to get people to like her and it's showing the uh the the feud with natalia when natalia slapped her 
And she said, that messed with me a bit and probably cost me those early title matches as it's showing highlights of her losses. She says, I lost against Natty, but I lost with her respect. And I thought, screw what people think. I'm a star and my best friend is coming through the door and I'm not wasting any more TV time on that piece of trash. Everyone loves Roxanne, even though she proved she's a loser. And I don't need anyone's approval, especially these fans. They have the education level of a t- second grader. And Zoe Stark, she has the personality of a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> it was the best line in this thing. Yeah. Uh, she goes off on Nikita Lyons. She says, toxic attraction I don't like, but I'm starting to understand them. And Wendy Chu makes me laugh. She's just a human stuffed animal. Pathetic. She belongs in the corner of a baby playroom. And the generation of Jade is only going to be bigger. This time next year, I'll be the number one woman in the entire industry. Damn. The generation of Jade. I kind of want to see more from Jade from this hill turn. It's very, like, let's just insult the fans. Yeah. Ah, you're, you're fat and lazy. And it's, it's very, like, easy stuff. And I think there's... I, I think she should get nastier with Roxanne. If if they've been friends forever, air some dirty laundry, that yeah. kind of thing. Like be be like nasty. Whereas she's just like wrestler playbook heel at the moment. She should be like, remember when you rode the bus? I remember. Yeah. You bus rider. You share a bank account with your, your mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talk shit. Talk shit, Cora Jade. I think Cora Jade needs to put on some wrestling. I think she needs to have some like squash matches where she murders People with like, mm. you know, a, a new move that's she gets over that she shouldn't be looked at because she hasn't really been wrestling. So, no, not not really. Just the Roxy match. Um, I, and I like Cora. I, I do think like I think her, she seems confident and has good delivery and stuff. I yeah. just think the content could be better. Yeah. And I feel this Roxanne feud is like not not really got the steam it should have yeah. at this point. Um, we then have Wendy Chu being interviewed, kind of questioned about these comments from Cora Jade. And she says the generation of Jade is jealous of Roxanne. And Cora is so jealous of Roxanne that she's iced everyone out. And who lives in the generation of Jade? Not me. I live in an apartment. And this is when Lash Legend interrupts saying, did you not see what happened in my match? And Lash tries to kind of get a catchphrase over like uh, one and only you can't clone me. But Wendy just mocks her. She finishes it for her and says, the last person to come after me had their lights turned out. So setting up a mini feud with Lash here, which I believe is next week, uh, but looks like they're going for Wendy Chu versus Cora Jade um, in the while, I guess, setting up for the big match with Roxy down the line. Nice. Yeah. Uh, again, Wendy Chu's character hasn't really evolved. She's still being kind of like this sleepy girl who's... A, a, kind of annoying mm. when I think she's great, but I hate this character. She even evolved the last time we saw her because she got out of the the, the, the snuggle yeah. and she was wearing like tights, like wrestling gear. So now I'm kind of like, we're backtracking already. I would say now it does seem a bit more like it's that Orange Cassidy vibe where, oh, yeah. I do this deliberately to fuck with you. Yeah. It, yeah. it does seem like she's more like that now rather than she's got narcolepsy or whatever. Yeah. Wait, is that the one? Or is that where you steal things? Narcolepsy? No, that's klepto. Okay. You're saying Wendy Chu's a klepto? Don't start no, that No, no, I'm saying she's good. No, I'm saying she's narcoleptic. 
<laughs> yeah, narc. All the time. She's a narc. Yeah. <laughs> She's a narco. <laughs> I love Wendy too, but the character is like, where, where can you go with this? If, yeah. if there needs to be some tweaks. Needs more layers. Because we always thought of the Orange Cassidy thing when she first showed up with it. But it's like, if you can like kind of perfect it, then maybe there's a chance she can continue doing this character. But I do think she's such a good talent. Mm. We go to a big anticipated debut. First of two tonight. Oh, yeah. Is the debut of the super diva Quincy Elliott. Oh, yeah. Uh, describe Quincy's get up here. Yeah, Quincy's wearing like a full... Well, he. I mean, nothing's cuter than a boy on his scooter. His entrance, though, he didn't, he didn't come out in the scooter. He's like in a chair that like spins around hmm. slowly and then he gets up. And he's wearing like a full body suit that was like purple and gold. And it had a collar like a... Almost like Mr. What was the villain in X Men? Mr. Something. Mr. Sinister? Okay. <laughs> He's got like a collar like Dracula or something, but. It kind of looked like a cross between Mabel and Goldust. Yeah. You know, it had the yeah. kind of Mabel kind of color scheme, but more the skin tight, like yeah. all in one bodysuit. It Goldust did. Yeah, it wear. did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, him doing the, 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 like hip thrust was yeah. kind of uh, King Mabel, Viscera. Yeah. Right? Uh, He's got like yellow marigolds on. Like gloves. Yeah. Uh, an interesting an interesting look here for sure. Uh, and he likes to just blow kisses at his opponent uh, as well. Yeah. Um, his opponent was the one and only Sean Gallagher. I thought it was... I thought it was Sean Ross Sapp. It, <laughs> he had those baby blues, didn't he? He looked like a handsome young man. I was like, whoa, that looks just like him. And then it said Sean something else. Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah, yeah okay. Um... Wade uh, Barrett on commentary here sounds like uh, Undertaker in that Joe Rogan interview because he was just going off like, hey, when it, I remember when it used to be about like, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock yeah. and these. And now I'm seeing this guy come out on a scooter blowing kisses. Gyrating Where's kiss. the knives and Where the, the guns? Where are the men? Where's the knives and the guns? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quincy just keeps on gyrating. He does a lot of the, the Goldust like chest stuff you know yeah. what i mean uh he uh, lots of hip thrusts like does a roll through and then just blows a kiss to sean uh there's then this jumping uppercut uh and then there's chance of super diva he finishes with the bonsai drop and blows a kiss at the camera as he wins in like 30 seconds here yeah i mean this is the first time i've watched him wrestle i don't watch nxt level up uh, but I mean, I'm sure he's wrestled on there a few times, but this is his big debut here on USA network. And I mean, it, he stands out because of the entrance and the way his gear looks and everything and the way he's acting, but not too much of the wrestling kind of shine through. I mean, he, he sat on a guy to yeah. pin him. So, I mean, not too much of the wrestling kind of shine through and that, I mean, there's, you need a good mix to, to become like a, you know, a popular superstar, but so far, like, the, if this is the bare bones of this, like, character that he's mm. got working on, this super diva, then, like, hey, it is something that's unique and different. So I, I will give it a chance to kind of see where it goes. But first impression definitely didn't leave the best taste in my mouth. I imagine we're going to see a lot of just this style match to start with, just quick squashes. Yeah. Um, and then the real test is when he's going to be in longer matches. I'd say watch, watch Rikishi. You know, I think that for a guy this size would be... Because he was always super agile yeah. and could do could could put on like long matches and do the squash when he wants to. So I'd yeah. say, like, if he could go for like that kind of thing with this character, it could get over and work. 
Also, he didn't come out in the scooter and like use that in the like in the match. So like, did he not drive down on the scooter? I feel like he was in a chair that just spun around. If he's in the scooter, <laughs> it didn't move. Okay, like it maybe spun around, but he didn't like drive it. So like, there is that spun They'd, around. Did you, did you not watch the entrance? <laughs> he was, so he was sit- on a scooter. He was he? like sitting and it like turned around and then okay. he was sitting there. All right. They did show him coming to the arena on the, on scooter, the scooter and there were people cheering for him this time. Yeah. <laughs> they made sure uh, a few extras just stand there yeah. and be really excited. Yeah. I look, I'm not going to uh, crap all over this, this guy, but I kind of want to see some of the wrestling come through to work. The character so far is literally you're doing gold dust. Well, I mean, this is more about just doing the entrance yeah. and showing the character. Wasn't I'll it? say it's not as memorable as a gold dust entrance or, or no. anything like that. No, 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 but no. this is this, this is the beginning of it. Cool. Let's see where it can go. Uh, after the match, he dips the referee, like the classic, like dancing dip, 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 I dip the ref. Dip. Um, Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day. But I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We go to Cameron Grimes, who says, A few weeks ago, I told Joe Gacy I didn't need anyone, so why would I then go and join Tony D'Angelo? The only man I can trust tonight is Cameron Grimes, so it's time to man up and go to the moon. Um, So basically, it was meant to be a fan vote, or he was meant to have a mystery partner, but he's going to take on Tony D and Stax on his own. By himself. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the locker room... Trick and Mello are murdering Wes Lee. Holy, yeah. Flat out murder right here. I mean, this is a classic NXT. Wes is at his locker, and Trick comes in being like, see, you got a match tonight with my boy. Wes is like, yeah, I do. And he's like... The fans voted for me. Yeah, the fans voted for you, huh? Well, uh, yeah, actually, you're not having that match. And he's blindsided, attacked by Mello and Trick. And they use they put his head in the locker, 
and they smacked that against his head. And if Twice. that wasn't enough, yeah. they did it a second time just as hard. I was like, geez. Getting him in the Goldberg zone, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right in the forehead. Yeah. This looked great, though. It did look and, good. And easily sets up for this to be a bigger match down the line, mm. which we kind of been teasing for a while. Yeah, Wes has been like flirting with yeah. this North American picture for a while. Yeah. Um, we go to our next match, Tony D'Angelo and Channing stacks Lorenzo taking on Cameron Grimes with no partner. Um, it starts off Grimes being all over stacks until Tony tags in. Uh, Grimes hits a bunch of his like yes kicks to the chest. Uh, Grimes goes for a sunset flip, but Tony makes the tag like a blind tag here, allowing them to take control. And now they're just double teaming and beating down on Grimes. And this is where Joe Gacy comes out with the schism and gets on the apron. And Joe is trying to get the tag. Uh, Grimes manages to backdrop stacks and then sees Gacy on the apron, who's begging for the tag. He's going, let me help you. Grimes says, no, I don't need you. I don't need anyone. But then Grimes gets backdropped and falls into Gacy, who tags himself in. And pretty much came in with the hot babyface tag here. Was delivering clotheslines, huge urinagis and throws. Um, Grimes then turns around and says, I don't need your help. Like, what are you doing? And But Tony D drags Grimes from out, out of the ring. Uh, Stax tries to apply a sleeper. But Grimes comes back in and catches Stax with the collision course. And then Joe Gacy hits the upside down. We've got a name now. It's the like, handspring lariat. Like Stranger Things. Yeah. Upside down. The upside yeah. down. Nice. Uh, the handspring lariat to stacks, and Gacy picks up the win for this team. Yeah. I mean, Grimes didn't need any help, but he was getting beat up two on one. G- Gacy comes in with the hot Good tag. Good guy, Gacy. Yeah. What a nice guy. He's not so creepy after all. Or is he? Or is he? So after the match, there's chance of hug it out, and Grimes is looking confused, but the schism beat him up, and they hit Ticket to Mayhem, and Gacy says, it didn't have to be this way, Grimes. He hits him with the upside down and then leaves the smiley face pin on his chest. Uh, I never liked Ticket to Mayhem as a finishing move for them because they had some cooler moves, mm. I always thought, the, the grizzled young vets. But it would be cooler now if they did it where the one, the one guy's like basically wheelbarrowing you into like the code breaker. Mm. Whereas you wheelbarrow into the code breaker, but then hold it and then kick him off, kind of like uh, some other guys used to do. I think uh, Kyle like O'Reilly. Reynolds and Silver. Reynolds and Silver. While the guy is still there. And then Gacy does his oh, uh, clothesline upside down world thing. So that would be cool. So Grimes said no, which led to the attack, right? Yep. Again, Grimes is like, actually, no, fuck off, even though you helped me win. And that's when the boys attacked him. So he Gacy made it clear that. He also beat him up and hit him with the lariat. So he's like no longer asking Grimes to join him. They've now just beat him up. Although it was short-lived, I actually thought the, the hot tag was pretty yeah. good from Gacy. His Uranagis look really nice. The biggest reaction he's got yeah. because he was um, the baby face for a second. And part of me was like, oh, actually, I'd be more down if you wanted to team these guys up for a little bit as a baby face tag team. Yeah. It would make it more interesting to me. Um, but like, let's just, I mean, we've been saying this for months now. Yeah. Let's just get to the match. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's blow this off. Uh, we see JD McDonough, who is having a, a shave. Yeah, he's in a dark barber shop. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know who his barber is. Sweeney Todd? What's it? A straight edge? What do you call straight it? Straight edge razor. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's and talking about personal hygiene. He says, show me a fine young gentleman and I will show you an excellent skincare routine. Grooming is of the utmost importance. And as he's like talking about how to look impeccable and look after yourself and maintain yourself. Isn't that right, Gabe? And, yeah. and Gabe goes, yes, sir. And he's like, ah, good man, Gabe. But he then nicks him and cuts him a little bit. And you hear, sorry, sir. And uh, Madonna kind of looks at the blood and sort of smirks a little bit and says, I dealt with imperfections before. I dealt with the imperfection of the big, strong boy. And Bron Breaker, this cat and mouse game has to end soon. And then he goes, enough, Gabe. I'm done. Uh, what I did like is, and he was kind of out of focus, yeah. but Gabe, after he nicked him, you saw his hands He's shaking. Scared. He was scared of this guy. I yeah. It was a nice little detail. Uh, I, again, making JD come across very sinister and creepy mm. and, and kind of in his own, like his own character here. He wouldn't have got cut if he didn't, if he, if he didn't just go to Mello's guy. Clearly yeah. he should have, but also getting your hair cut and your like freshly shaved neck and, and all that in a dark, Room doesn't sound probably like, need better lighting. Yeah, I use lights when I shave. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but I, I did kind of like this. And I also need Gabe could be a whole character now. <laughs> we like our side character. I, I think this is how you should do JD's promo. Like he should be cutting a promo whilst getting acupuncture one week. Yeah, and that kind of thing. Yeah, true. Uh, I think that's what I think 2.0 has done quite well is having these different settings like the barbershop you mentioned and Tiffany at the nail salon yeah. and that kind of thing. I, I like this. And everyone, you know, everyone's kind of nicked themselves shaving once in a while and you kind of knew the feeling, but then he's like holding the blood and he's like overselling. Like he's, he likes it kind of thing. So again, adds to this I character. I just wish this fake blood they keep using with yeah. JD. That's not didn't look blood. so fake. Come on. It's got that orange color. It's real blood, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> We then get a Bron Breaker interview and the, the graphic they showed to like promote this interview just, it looked like Bron Breaker had been like caught in some scandal. National Enquirer. It Bron just, Breaker. he was like holding the Shocked. title but looking like confused. I don't know. Bron's wild night out. It was. <laughs> like TMZ yeah. Bron Breaker. Yeah, yeah look weird. Um, but this is a, a sit down with Vic Joseph but does have some music over the top and kind of cuts to, to highlights of everything he's talking about. And he says, he's asked how he felt about being the very first match on 2.0. He said, quite honestly, I was scared shitless. But when I came out, it felt like it was meant to be. And then when it came to Halloween Havoc just a few weeks later, everyone thought that I would win that. I thought I'd win. The locker room thought I'd win. The fans thought I'd win. And I think deep down, Champa thought I'd win. And it shows the highlight of him tripping on the rope and then getting hit with the fairy tale ending. And he says, but in loss, I learned from that match. And then at New Year's Evil, uh, I, it meant a lot having my father there for the first time watching me wrestle. And that's where I won the NXT Championship. He talks about inducting his dad and uncle in the Hall of Fame in Dallas. And then the next day losing to Dolph Ziggler at Stan and Deliver. Which was the... He'd actually... He'd lost the title on TV before, hadn't he? It was in a multi-man, if I remember he right. He lost the title on TV and then lost at the, the pay match at but the then won it back on Raw. That's right. Uh, then says, I couldn't leave Texas without the NXT Championship. I won on the Monday at Raw. Then faced Gunther and proved that I can be a leader on this brand. Then talks about the Joe Gacy feud and how that taught himself how to handle himself as a champion, both mentally and physically. 
and then went through Grimes, J.D. McDonough, and Tyler Bate, uh, where he made history by unifying the titles. And he's asked about the future, and he says, Bron Breaker doesn't think about the future or the past. I live in the present, and I take each day as it comes. My job is to uphold the standard that the champions have before me. Uh, yeah, an all right promo, obviously filmed backstage and added music and video kind of helps him explain the story of his whole year here. But I thought it sounded sincere, kind of him explaining that he was really nervous and scared. Mm. And he's only he graduated a year before this, before that, this first year. So it's like not a lot of time that they've mentioned. He's only had like a handful of matches and it he, it is pretty he is pretty impressive. Uh, so I thought that kind of showing that side of it is very like genuine and kind of showing that and then saying like the second he got his first pop is like oh this feels like i've been waiting for something i've been waiting to to really get in my life so i thought that seemed genuine and then as for the storyline wise part i mean jd mcdonough versus tyler Bate is announced for next week and the winner of that is the number one contender so i mean we're we've seen both these matches but you would assume we go back to jd yeah it seems like that's not finished yet yeah so Uh, No, I like this. And I think actually a year in, this was a good idea to do something like this and does show, it shows a success story. Yeah. You go, look, I've been doing this a year and this is everything I've achieved. And having it in this condensed like video package, you go, yeah, you've, you've had a pretty good year. Yeah, Um, for sure. So I I like this. Um, We then see uh, Tyler Bate straight off the streets here. Um, God, he looks awful. Tyler Bate? Yeah. He definitely just still looks like just uh, like a. He's a, still COVID bait. A isn't drifter. He? He's just. It's like we're out of lockdown now. We're not doing yeah. that. Let's just grow Playoffs are and, over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shave the beard. Like, go, go. I know you're fighting JD next week, but maybe uh, ask for his barber. Look, I. <laughs> Get Gabe. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not. I'm not even knocking. It's. I, I am. I don't <laughs> think it's the beard. I think it's the hair. It's the combo of the two. Yeah. Yeah. The beard, the beard would work fine with short hair. Yeah, uh, and likewise, I, like long hair I think without so. a beard. Yeah. It just, and then he keeps on coming out in like these baggy t-shirts, and just he just looks like he's he, yeah. he's like Thor in in Endgame. Like he's not though, because he's jacked. Like he's, he's still jacked, jacked, but he's but still like, like Thor in Endgame. He's just like he just looks really relaxed. He looks like uh, he looks. He looks like he's been going to the shrooms. Which would be <laughs> would be fine if his character was more like a. More like a Matt Riddle kind of, ah, whatever, bro. He could probably be really good at that. I don't know. But, but it's it's not his character. Yeah, I don't know. it's not. Yeah. It's, no, I totally... The, he's, it's he's, just jarring. Whenever I see him, I'm so like... He's so good, yeah. You're he, good and like, but dude, He's so on. good, but he doesn't come across looking like a star. Don't look at yeah. Gallus for yeah. like fashion advice, Tyler. Yeah, he's definitely been... I don't know. He had like a nice like Japanese shirt on, but it was like uh, three when, sizes When he used to hang out with Pete Dunne, they looked good. Butch. Yeah. yeah. Pete Butch Dunne. His Twitter said, yeah. "Nice." Yeah. Um, but he says Bron has had an incredibly uh, an incredible first year. But respectfully, I'm looking for a rematch because no adventure is complete without its obstacle. And JD McDonough right now is in my way. We've had history together. We've had many matches together. But if I if he wants a shot at the NXT title, he has to go through me first. Damn. So this sets up the number one contenders match for next week, mm-hmm. which should be great. Like we've seen these two go at it before. Yeah, they've had a takeover uh, match before. It was a takeover match, was yeah. it? Was it not Cardiff? It was Blackpool two. Yeah, like the, these two should, given time, have a great match. And it, yeah. being black and gold next week, I <laughs> unfor like as we like because the guy likes being cut. 
does he cut someone in the match to win? Uh, or is that too like going too far with with wrestling, cutting someone? I know we've had quite a few cuts in the last year in wrestling. People doing it to themselves, yeah. <laughs> but to their opponent, yeah, 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 maybe. We go to a tag match: Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark taking on the team of Kiana James and Ariana Grace. My new favorite tag team. If you remember, they they checked their schedules last week and were like, "They're free." Oh yeah, we're free. We're free. We can do this. We can be a team. We're both very punctual, smart, beautiful. Like independent women, yeah, we can be a team. We can team up. Where was their assistant? Real disappointed. The assistant wasn't ringside. True. That's like the ultimate. This is the ultimate stable. If all three of them, that's a powerhouse. That is the super group of super groups. Yeah, like the super smart group. Mm. Super smarties. What would you call this? The boss BFFs too. Uh, the real smart ladies. <laughs> real smart ladies numbers crunchers number, number crunchers, crunchers. <laughs> trust busters we wear glasses <laughs> to make us look smarter i don't know what their team i the, love them the schedule the schedule yeah i like it yeah, yeah. That's, that's all their their moves are like based off like office supplies i don't know where we're going axiom clearly needs to join this group yeah. we've joked about but kiana james is definitely gro- becoming a staple here at, in nxt <laughs> big fan staple they go to staples don't they for <laughs> sponsored by staple yeah but again disappointed no uh, assistant no assist maybe yeah. next week yeah maybe next week the numbers don't didn't add up <laughs> well kiana james gets pretty pissed off early on in the match so goes and grabs her bag and Gets in the ring. Ariana's like, no, we'll get disqualified. Put the bag down. They're all yelling at each other as we go to commercial break. Uh, we come back and there's a big half and half suplex from Zoe to Ariana. Uh, James then tags in and she's not too happy about it. She's pretty scared about going in there against Zoe Stark. And she's just hit by these big chops and forearms from Zoe. Uh, Kiana James comes back with a backbreaker for a two count. Uh, Ariana gets tagged back in. Um, and Zoe hits her with a big kick to the side of the head. And then it seems like we ha- finally have a name here. The Z360. Yeah, here in Canada, we call it the Z360. Z360. Uh, which is the like flipping knee, knee to the face. I think the Zoda sleep would Zoda make sleep. more sense, but yeah. Um, but then Ariana's kind of <laughs> no selling this in a way. She's like staggering around. Yeah. And then Lions comes in with. A big kick followed by the leg split uh, for the win. Uh, am I right? Lions only did the finish here. And missed on that kick. But Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's maybe slightly hurt still or something because it was just Zoe Stark the whole match until mm. this finish here. Um, but I, I didn't think this was great. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for this too much. There was a lot of just walking around and kind of sloppiness for considering we've seen some good stuff from, from everyone mm. uh, really in this match, even Ariana, as much as we've not seen too much, but like she's shown some stuff, but this kind of wasn't that app, but at least uh, Zoe and Nikita go forward as like, they're trying to push them as an actual team yeah. to challenge the titles eventually. So sure. But uh, I, this, this super smart, nerdy glasses team needs to get it together because I think they could be money. I will say what I've liked from Kiana James is her... Skirt. Her, her little skirt's nice, um, but her facial expressions. It kind of reminds me of, um, like, Ty, Ty Conti, when she was in NXT. Yeah. And Alexa Are you crazy? Bliss. Yeah, like, and sometimes it might be a bit too much and you can pull it back, but I think it that's going to get you 
far, like yeah. the the character stuff. And I, I do think, uh, whereas a lot of the new people um, seem to be like, you see that kind of deer in the headlights look, she's always acting throughout the match, which I appreciate. But the match itself was nothing to write home about. Yeah, but I, I still think all four like could be prominent roles yep. uh, here in the women's division at, at one point, down the line, for sure. We see Idris Anofi, topless, in the park, car park with oh, yeah. Malik Blade in his sweater vest. One of them's, it's like nighttime, first of all, in the NXT parking lot. And then you are hanging out, one shirtless and one's in the sweater vest. Yeah, it works. Stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. great. Love it. And they're chatting to the, the, guy, the mysterious person in the red hoodie. Yeah, we don't see their face. Who has been doing kind of some promoting for the, the dyad, the schism. Yeah, he's, um, the red hoodie is their streets person, their yeah. promoter. Go, go put these downtown. Exactly. Go post them. Um, and uh, Idris and Malik says they're not voting for Gacy as Superstar of the Year. And uh, then Schism come out and, and was it? Uh, Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson. Which Rip Fowler. Rip Fowler. <laughs> He's like, you fucking what, man? Yeah, yeah. You fucking hey, what? Hey, lad. <laughs> You're not voting for Joe Gacy. <laughs> yeah. This is, I felt like I was watching some, like, political this, video. Well, he's, um, he's, they, they've both softened their accent yeah. and gone more like an RP accent since joining. Sure. He was full Scouse yeah. here. Um, Oi! <laughs> and which, neither of us can do the accent and I wouldn't attempt. But yeah, he's gone proper Scouse here. He's like, you fucking what? What, what team, if you're from, where's he from? Uh, Liverpool. What team would he support? Uh, Everton? Well, he's a Liverpool supporter. Okay, Liverpool. Yeah, but yeah, Liverpool, you're either Liverpool or Everton. Because this is like him walking out like, Oi, you don't support my footy team. Like, he comes out here all angry at him. We haven't seen him talk like this in so long. So I it's know. like, what? All right, cool. But this, again, this is a whole political thing. What do you mean you're not going to vote for Joe Gacy? Joe Gacy. What? And then you hear someone... Hey, <laughs> you're not voting for Joe Gacy, you son of a bitch, and chases him. It's like, what the hell's so going then, on So then, but this gets even better. Security <laughs> are now pulling them apart as Again, they're Again, this, this is the parking lot, the so parking we know, lot. obviously. It, that, well, that, I'm glad they started adding security there. Yeah. It's about fucking time. Yeah, really, really good to see that. <laughs> and this is the best bit. Hank. <laughs> Hank gets Hank involved. Hank Walker, the security guy, gets involved. And as security is like holding each other back, it's like, Hank. You've got a match. We got this. We got this, Hank. You go. You go have your match. Go, Hank. Go, go. Hank. We got this. You Hank's got a like, match. You can't be here. All right. And runs off. Wow. For his match. You, you wish you had coworkers that support you, like <laughs> Hank's coworkers support him. That's just like that's uh, just true love. There, they know it's Hank's big night, and here he is, good guy Hank, trying to do his job, and the other security are like, no, Hank, go. Yeah, we know. I, like this, this guy, this security guy here, yeah. knew this was his big moment, and he put his all into this. Broke line. out. We need to fi- find out who this. Who's guy this is. guy? Yeah, this new, is- Hank. <laughs> new Hank. New Hank. New <laughs> Hank. We love Hank, but this guy, Frank. Should we just call him Frank? <laughs> Hank too. I know we got a Frank, but like <laughs> Hank and Frank. Security guard number three. Yeah. This guy was great. This we need to find out fantastic. who this is. Someone at us and let us know who this guy was because he put on a hell of a performance here. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He needs an Emmy for this. Absolutely. Great scene. Great and scene. And it made you hyped for Hank's match. <laughs> it did. It did. I was like, oh, shit. Hank wrestling. Hanks. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get a video package for Pro Mansar coming soon. I uh, thought it was Oro Mensa. Oro Mensa. It might be my autocorrect. Uh, <laughs> Pro Mensa. Pro Mensa. 
Uh, Oro Mensah coming soon. The former what, Oliver Carter in NXT UK. Uh, his videos look pretty cool. He's got got a rose. Look very zen. Yeah, yeah, it looked nice. Yeah, so uh, coming another NXT UK person gotcha. making the leap. Oro. Um, Mackenzie Mitchell is about to announce the top four most popular uh, NXT 2.0 superstars, which we've all been waiting for. And <laughs> Grayson Waller walks in and he's like, well, it's going to be me. And she says, while it's Toxic Attraction, Nikita Lyons, Carmelo Hayes, and, and Grayson interrupts and is like, and Grayson Waller. And she says, no, actually, it's Bron Breaker. Grayson, you've been eliminated. So Waller says, well, you, you guys suck. And Bron's been ducking me all year. And he knows when I get my shot, Grayson Waller will be NXT champion. And walks off, storms off unhappy. Damn, you didn't vote for him. I, I didn't vote for anyone. You didn't vote? I don't vote. I don't believe in voting. You don't believe in voting, man? At me. <laughs> wow. Joking. Yeah. But. You should you should really vote, man. You want if you want to see change, yeah. you need to vote. I mean, no one likes a non voter. That's true. You gotta vote. It's true. Yeah. You gotta vote. So out of the four here, who would you vote for? I'd vote for Mello. Yeah, but me too. I think between I don't think Nikita's really done enough to be yeah. in that list. Yeah. Um, really? Uh I'd have put Tiffany Stratton in over Nikita. Um, Toxic Attraction, yeah, they're not really been doing it for me, but mm. like they have been dominant, so I get it. But yeah, Bron or Mellow. Yeah. Really. And I, I like lean more to Mellow. We go to our next match. It's Big Body Harvey. Javier Bernal. <laughs> Did you know this is his nickname? <laughs> I didn't know his name. <laughs> I keep calling him Javier ben- Bardem. Bardem. He's, yeah, Javier Gal Garcia Bernal. <laughs> now you're just going to confuse me more. Taking <laughs> on Hank yes! Walker. Hank, big fucking Hank Walker. Hank comes out with the no music entrance. We get a We Want Hank chant before he even comes out yeah, here. Big, he's, big he's NXT's chant. Wardlow here. Um, he's dressed like Wardlow. <laughs> he's, he's dressed like, um, like uh, Wolfgang, but pulling it off a bit more. He's got the button-up shirt, a bit baggy, some yeah. some dad jeans and some boots going on. Yeah, he looks like he looks like he's like uh, in a '90s sitcom. He looks like John Goodman in in Roseanne. Okay. Like that's what he's dressed as. And then when you like look at him close up, he looks almost like Seth Rogen. This guy's basically got it all going on, is what we're saying here. Big fucking Hank here yeah. with the Hank chance raining out through the crowd. He's he's so over just comes out dressed normally like i i actually like this entrance if they're push they're pushing this guy as no music. not a wrestler he's just a just a security guy he wasn't even i think i think uh I'll, i look i love it and he got super over and we've been waiting for this i think he should have just been wearing a security shirt to get over like this is just showing me he's just some guy yeah whereas well he's actually security because i don't even think he was wearing this earlier so you're telling me this guy put on some gear for the match and thought his button-up shirt Tim the Tool Man outfit would be good for the. It's like, where's your security? Well, maybe shirt? he's not not allowed because it would bring like disrespect dis- to- disrespect <laughs> to the to the uniform security or something. Yeah, true. Maybe I don't know. I feel like that would have helped him like get over a bit more. But regardless, he got over because this- the crowd were chanting uh, "Daddy Hanky," "Daddy Hanky," <laughs> which is fantastic. Which is probably the name of this show. So it's <laughs> by the time you're listening to this, you already saw that, but. Daddy Hanky is one of the best chants I've heard uh, from this 2.0 crowd. So Wade is kind of going on. 
I kind of like how Wade basically explained all the jobber cops we've seen yeah. in forever in wrestling. Yeah. He goes, look, we have uh, a performance center, a developmental system going on, and not everyone makes the cut, but we often employ some of the people that aren't making it, making the cut. Did Wade just explain As jobber security. cops? <laughs> he, he completely explained jobber cops in this match. So he's like, so Hank, although he's one of our like top security guys here, he's not really been cutting it down there and he's now gonna face against an actual wrestler here and i did like i did enjoy the start of this match because banal goes for the classic like greco-roman knuckle lock and hank is like i don't know what we're doing i don't know what we're i don't doing. know what that is okay you want to hold hands so he's like all right how do you do this um he then uh just kind of muscles uh banal into the corner here Javi comes back with some kicks and keeps on drop kicking um, Hank to the knee. Uh, Hank then tries to get Javi up, but Javier locks in a sleeper hold. And then there's a quite ugly looking Fez press from Walker and then takes his shirt off. He's ready yeah. to go. Hits a running splash into both corners, followed by the big like running diving forearm um, yeah. to pick up the win here. The Hank crank. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds weird. <laughs> that should be more like a the crank. like a neck yeah. crank thing. Yeah, you uh, could have the Hank on. Spank. You could the have Hank the Hank Spank. Yeah, the Hank Tank. Hank the Tank. Yeah, Hank you tank. could do Hank the Tank. We're going streaking. Uh, April first, he can be Hank the Prank. Hank the Prank. Hank the <laughs> that when he's with Brooks Jensen, he's Hank, Hank the, the Wank. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. You There's a do. lot of material for this guy. Hank in the bank. Hank in the bank. The Hank Bank. <laughs> One day, <laughs> I'm Hank adding bank. you to my Hank Bank. Was it? Oh, that could be like his list. Uh, I think our, our friend Leone messaged us saying that they should call his fans the Hank Hive. Okay. So are we calling it the Hank Hive? The if Hank you're hive. if you're a fan of Hank, all right. You're in the Hank Bank, the Hank Hive. Yeah. There's a lot you can do here. Mm. Yeah, not the most impressive match, but you know what? This guy's already over. They need to keep going with it and see where we can go with this. Maybe change the outfit. I, I, no, I, I thought it worked. I, I liked how they're presenting this as just like, this isn't a wrestler. This yeah. is it. And the way he wrestled, he didn't look good, but he did look like a big dude yeah. who doesn't know what he's doing and would probably beat a guy Bernal's size yeah, he's, in a he's, fight. He's, he's pretty big. Um, but, like, as a first shot, I found this way more entertaining than the Quincy. Yeah, match. I mean, we were Even marking out for this. both guys are, like, look limited so far, but they're also not showing us so much. But We love Hank here. We love Hank. And I think if we could watch this guy on this journey, yeah. and then, you know, one day maybe if he's, if he's cutting it, gets, like, Shawn Michaels dance to the ring and hand him a contract or something yeah. and some ring gear. <laughs> I think that's what should have happened after this match is someone, if we had Regal or Sean, I guess, in this position, basically goes, hey, you know, you did good. You can be a wrestler now. And I think you can build up to that, though. Yeah. Maybe. Fucking Hank. Yeah. One day he'll be money in the bank. Hank in the bank. Exactly. Future WWE champion. Incredible wrestler, Hank. We then have a highlight package of some of the big entrances we've seen in 2.0 over the last year, seeing um, like Braun break a lot of shit and... <laughs> Caden and Katana dancing with their their guns. Smoke guns. Smoke guns. Fog guns. All that. Um, and then we go to Mellow and Trick. 
And they say, well, if we want to talk about entrances, let's talk about Wesley's entrance into the medical room. And they just chat a load of shit, calling himself the A champion. And that uh, their match is basically off. It's going to be a celebration. It's a celebration. Mm. Uh, F- Frank in the Twitch chat saying that the Hanks fans need to call themselves Hankies. Hankies. <laughs> Are you a Hanky? Yeah. Yeah. After you have a... After you you have a nice hank, you need a hanky. Yeah, yeah. That's right. There we go. Uh, we get another video package for Sol Ruka, who's starting soon, um, showing her surfing and doing cartwheels and backflips on the beach. And she says, when I'm in the NXT women's division, it won't just be a day at the beach. <laughs> it won't be another day at the beach. I really laughed at that. Uh, they got me with that I'm going to start using that about everything. Ah, it won't just be a day at the it beach. It won't be another day at the beach. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I said last week, I was like, wait, a surfer gimmick? All right, like, yeah, it's about time. Uh, it's been too long, so vaya con Dios, bro. We see that next week we have Wendy Chu taking on Cora Jade and uh, Tyler Bate versus JD McDonough for the number one contendership. Uh, Then some highlights of tweets from former NXT superstars kind of congratulating them on a year. And like Johnny Gargano is kind of the the main one here about how it's been great sitting at home and watching all these young talents thrive and and improve uh, since he's been away. Yeah. And then it reveals that Bron Breaker wins the fan vote of NXT 2.0, ah, Superstar of the Year. Superstar of NXT 2.0, year one. Mello and Trick then come to the ring and they say that they did Wesley a favor because he can't handle what it means to be the NXT North American champion. And heavy is the head that wears the crown. And I have the biggest crown and the heaviest head. And that's when Solo Sikoa's music hits. Oos. The street champion comes out and Wade is going off on one here being like I can't believe he's here what he did to Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle I never thought we'd see him again I don't think he should be welcomed back uh, going on like that and the crowd cotton on right away they're all chanting he's got next he's got, he's next. got next that's right I mean now he's you know big time superstar on Smackdown yeah. and the bloodline and stuff but the storyline that was going on for the past months was that he was he next, next in line. So here we're finally getting this shot. Uh, I didn't see this coming whatsoever. No. I thought we were going to get the classic Wes is going to try to fight but gets beat up, which then just stretches that match out even further. However, this was a bit of a shocker because, yeah, he has like left. But did we not joke about this when he kept saying, I got next, I got, I next. got next, because we kept saying he's, he's taking that title to the bloodline. Well... He, he's doing just that. Yeah. He grabs the mic, says, Carmelo, like I said before, I got next. And we go right into the match. And Sokoa is just manhandling Melo. He goes for the running hip attack in the corner, but Trick Williams pulls Melo out for the save. Um, and then uh, Sokoa just sends Melo on top of Trick, taking him out. As the ref's distracted, Trick sweeps the injured leg of Solo. And this allows Mello to follow up with his springboard clothesline and then applies a single leg Boston Crab to Sokoa's injured leg. Um, Sokoa keeps on going for his uh, Samoan drop, but Mello keeps slipping out. He then does uh, connect with the running hip attack in the corner like Umaga used to do. Yeah. And then lifts Mello up for the Samoan drop, but Trick distracts, allowing Mello to hit the code breaker. And then Solo finally hits the pop-up Samoan drop. Which Huge one. Great. Yeah, there was like a few of them, but one of them was just massive. 
And then that's only a two count. Sokoa then delivers a huge rock bottom here and then climbs to the top and hits the Uso splash. One, two, three. Solo Sokoa ends the reign of Carmelo Hayes and is your new NXT North American champion. The street champion is the A champion yeah. now, and he's taken the title to the bloodline on SmackDown. Wow, that's that's pretty interesting. But the second his music hit, you were like, yeah, do it. Do it. I think so. Do and it. I, I think this it this works on... First of all, I thought the match was... like It didn't really reach the level of Carmelo Hayes matches... But it almost wasn't designed as yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. Solo was so dominant here. Like Melo didn't get a whole lot in. Um, and I like the I like the idea of the switch here. I kind of thought with it being a mystery opponent, we yeah. might be getting the switch here. And now it frees it frees Melo up for Bron, Bron which is is the biggest match you can do. He, I think. And in he, yeah, if anyone taking that title from Bron, it's Carmelo. Yeah. So and we've been saying that for months. So also it adds now. It adds, you've got Baby Use now with the title in the bloodline. It adds to the story with Sammy. Yeah. With Sammy, where is your gold? Like, everyone here is oh. has gold. Sammy, where's yours? And especially now the new kid is coming in and, like, like pushing Sammy right. out. I think it adds to that. Sammy for North American champion. Maybe. I think also, like, Solo should be doing double duty now. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that makes the most sense because he'll... Uh, he can improve by working on NXT, and then on SmackDown, just come and eat grapes in the in the dressing room of the Bloodline, and kind of just yeah. doesn't need. I'm for it. Doesn't need to be doing big matches and like overexpose himself yet on SmackDown. Yeah, but can be a present so people know him. I I think this makes a whole lot of sense, and I'm all for it. I think Sammy the, the Bloodline thing stretches until Survivor Series, so you have that five versus someone so. else five yeah. that, make, that would make the more sense or i think war they will games, do a war games this i think year. war games is the twist triple h needs to finally do on the main roster that will happen but uh really really great great shocker to the like him kind of coming back when we kind of thought okay well i guess he's done but no he's coming back and they they played up on that storyline which was a storyline that i got next thing was a thing and i'd like that they they tied it back going full circle with it and it makes things a bit more exciting carmelo can talk and Trick can talk all the trash now, come up with excuses, which is great for their character. And eventually, whoever wins of of McDonough or Bate will probably lose to Braun. And finally, maybe Halloween Havoc is Carmelo versus Braun finally there. So he will become the actual A champion because I think he's the guy to do it. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm thinking Carmelo isn't in a bad spot after this because no. he's still my favorite on the show. But this was a great, uh, Great pop for Solo kind of winning this title here. Great moment. I will say as well, I think NXT over the last, however long it is, four or five years, have done a great job with this North American title as a secondary title. I think I think the TNT Championship was there for a bit and is definitely with the like Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky, Wardlow Reign. That feels like yeah. nowhere near as hot as it used to. The IC and US title were always like, they've been cold for so long. I think this has felt like a big deal right from the beginning, this title, with the likes of Adam Cole holding it, Johnny Gargano holding it. Melo's reign has been the best thing about 2.0, and yeah. he's made this title really feel legit, I think. Yeah. And uh, like I've really enjoyed what they've done with this championship, and I, I think it's a cool move going with Solo. If uh, Sammy in the bloodline needs a title to stay in, he'll just get the 24-7 yeah. title. <laughs> 
Right, that makes sense. As makes well. more sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like honestly, there was some stuff on this show I really liked. I I loved the cage match opening the show. I thought Diamond Mind impress every time they stepped foot in the ring. They're always doing creative, innovative stuff. That Doomsday stuff was awesome. Um, I, there's there's a team I would like to see kind of go on the main roster because I think they're more than ready to and capable of putting on fantastic stuff on the on SmackDown or whatever. I'm trying to think of other stuff on this show I I liked. Uh I I was into JD's creepy barber segment. I I always like that. That's that's always good. And I I really liked the shock of Solo kind of coming back and getting the win here and upsetting. We were and, and Hank. I think all those things we were kind of marking out over today. So, uh it had some good stuff on this show. The the opener was definitely the best wrestling wise but yeah. there was definitely newsworthy stuff coming out of this show i think and, yeah there, and i enjoyed it there was still a lot of fluff and two-hour nxt like i always uh, needs to if you just cut this to a one-hour show it probably would have been a great show well let's see about that because at the end we have a highlight package of the last year of uh nxt 2.0 which started with them like a video of them literally building this, this arena this new set yeah. and had the like those designs that we saw when this was coming out this is like, yeah voice voiceover by Shawn michaels here and it ends with him saying we are nxt and you've got that colorful nxt 2.0 logo and then it transforms into the same font but now just black and gold nxt yeah so i think it was only a matter of time when they dropped the 2.0 thing. Yeah. But I think going back to black and gold as well, I think it's maybe a ideology change as well. So um, be interesting to see next week what kind of what kind of changes there are. I uh, think the change... Yeah. I assume we're going to change the look of the arena a bit. When- I, I Yeah, I mean, there's a few things here. I think tonight was the first change because Solo mixing around now with the main roster having this title means there's going to be more like integration of the shows and stuff like that. I mentioned I watched part of Raw when I did watch the Johnny match. They promoted the NXT match the next night. Mm. Opening the show is the cage match. So I knew right away, like, okay, cool. Solo winning this title, I think that's mixing it up with their their things. Survivor Series in a few months, maybe they'll involve NXT again somehow, some way. But I'm not saying changing it to the black and gold colors instantly makes everything okay, because that's not the case. But them kind of being like, hey, maybe things will be kind of that we way. We have seen yeah. some subtle changes over yeah. the weeks, I think. Just in the and past while, the wrestling's been hitting. I did read today that uh, they're taping next week's is going to be a tape show. Okay. So I do imagine that this is what they did this time last year. Yeah. And they changed the arena. Gotcha. So I imagine we're actually back to a black and gold arena. Instead of the Nickelodeon kids show. Yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. So black and gold is coming back. So maybe next week is our last 2.0, perhaps if they're taping. Yeah. And then the week after we get the start of the black and gold 2.0. Yeah. Are we going to go back to full sale university? Oh, that'd maybe. Be really, uh, that'd, be, that'd be a throwback. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what we thought of NXT 2.0. Let's go to the Facebook group to see uh, some feedback of what you guys thought. I see Fire Frank writes in, All hail Hank! And shout out Solo. Pour one out for 2.0. <laughs> we go to Ethan, who says, Good episode of NXT tonight. The opener was good. Main event was pretty good. Wasn't expecting Solo Sokoa to show up, but glad he won the North American title. I think Hayes goes after the NXT title or gets called up and also all hail Hank. Next week card looked good. Oromensar debuts. Wendy Chu versus Cora Jade. Tyler Bate versus JD McDonough. Winner gets NXT title match. Sanger versus Von Wagner. 
Um, oh, and we're getting the Axiom versus Nathan Fraser second match of the best. Oh, match. right. True. Yeah. And Toxic Attraction versus Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. So, oh yeah, this is all being taped. So that's, we know Those the rundown matches. for next week. Nice. We go to Sean who writes in, I'm going to be honest, up until the main event, I thought this show was pretty bad. The cage match to start was pretty good, but I didn't like the finish. I mean, where was Ivy? Julie, Julius was cuffed for a long time. Ivy couldn't run down and save him. I liked Alba as Mandy's next opponent, and I hope she finally takes the strap. I love Braun's sit-down interview. Nice to know he speaks at a normal volume. <laughs> but other than that, landed all in the talent and gimmicks that I just don't care to see, like Tony, Vaughn, Gacy, and Lash. The show didn't feel like a special anniversary show. Then Solo walked out. He and Melo tore the house down, and Solo is the new A-champ, with some inter- interesting implications for SmackDown and the Bloodline now that they have the gold. I am very interested in seeing where things go from here. And then at the end, a new logo. I definitely wouldn't mind an end to the color splash era. I don't know. I kind of like uh, colored no, paint everywhere. We go to Nas from NYC who says, This was a good episode of NXT. I'm glad I decided to watch. The main event was totally done to serve the main roster storyline, but I loved it. I can't wait for SmackDown and see Sammy as the only one in the bloodline without a belt. The opening cage match was really good. They do video packages better in NXT. The Cora Jade video package with her promo was so good. That should be the video they run when they move her up. I don't have any plans yet to attend Dynamite in Queens, but I'm definitely going to try to meet you guys for a drink at the pre-show meetup. Yes. Excellent. Cheap shots next Wednesday. Come. We go to Megan who says the cage match was damn good. The Creed's... Have an out because of Kemp's meddling. Pretty Deadly are easily the best heel team on this side of Revival FTR. The tag team this side of the Revival FTR? Does that mean he says they're just as good as the tag team? Yeah. The way it was structured was clever with Pretty Deadly trying to escape every chance they got. I was seated ready to see Lee versus Mello until a wild Solo Sokoa appeared. I was blindsided. The Bloodline's reach exceeds their grasp as Solo becomes the NA champ adding to an already ridiculous trophy case. On one hand, it frees up Melo to go for the NXT title, but I don't think it'll be sustainable for Solo to hop between here and SmackDown. He'll have to lose it to someone. I'm sure the Bloodline diehards will have a conniption for hearing it. I said what I said. Conniption, that's what Shaq talks about in those Epsom commercials, right? Conniptions? Conniptions. I'm having a conniption reading all these conniptions. He says, the 2.0 subtitle is out. White and gold is in. And then finally, Jordan has a nice plug for us, reminding us that he's looking forward to our live show tomorrow. Yes, 1pm. We'll put a nice little bow on this year of 2.0 with Denise Salcedo. I'm just rhyming here. Yeah. And Jason Solomon uh, talking all about this year uh, of NXT 2.0. Yeah, hang out with us in the YouTube and the Twitch tomorrow. Follow the socials for everything, the Facebook group, all that stuff. We will be going live 1 p.m. Eastern time, and then the audio will be out later on this feed and the post-wrestling feed, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, if you uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little five-star review, if we deserve it. Write a nice little note. Same same with Spotify. You can you can vote on Spotify. Rate things. Review rate on everything. As yeah. many times as you want. All the likes, RTs, all that stuff. We appreciate, guys. We appreciate you listening to us talk about some NXT. We're recording a bunch of shows tomorrow, so go check out all the other stuff. BD Elite tomorrow night, chatting about Dynamite. All the stuff. Go check us out. We love you. We love you. We love you. We do indeed. Yeah. We can't do this without you, so thank you. Uh, I, myself, Brayden Harrington, I'm on Twitter and I am on Instagram. I am at the Bray 
D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Happy birthday, NXT 2.0. You survived one year. But let's go hang. Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.